I originally envisioned them as little girls serving as stand-ins for these famous women. That's why they're little. But as I've started sending them out into the world, they've become bigger than I imagined. I designed them to be interchangeable because I want you, the listener, to see yourself in any one of them and to feel their strength and possibility in you. With every little leader, you'll discover a new bold woman who changed history. Let them inspire your future. Phyllis Wheatley, circa 1753 to 1784. Poet. Phyllis's literary skills were apparent early on. She published her first story when she was only about 14 years old. For anyone, this would be a major feat, but Phyllis was a slave, so it was truly unique. Her original name, date of birth, and exact birthplace are all unknown. When she was only eight years old, she was taken from her home in Africa and sold to a trader, then transported across the Atlantic to Boston, Massachusetts, aboard a ship named the Phyllis. She was then resold to a man named John Wheatley, who purchased her to be a personal servant to his wife. The Wheatleys soon recognized her intelligence and began to nurture it. They taught Phyllis everything from theology to mythology, an education that was rare for a woman and nearly unheard of for a woman of color. With the family's backing, she traveled to England to publish her first book, Poems on Various Subjects, Religious and Moral. She was the first African-American woman poet ever to be published. She corresponded with George Washington and the famous French writer and philosopher Voltaire, who called her a master of English verse. Her work was so powerful that abolitionists used it as an example of the intelligence and promise of black people. In 1767, she was emancipated. Unfortunately, she struggled financially and lived in poverty for the rest of her life. She received a great deal of praise during her lifetime, but validation from white society was integral to her success, and it never came. She continued writing, but was not able to find a publisher in America. Her natural talent and body of work live on as fundamental contributions to American literature. Sojourner Truth, circa 1797 to 1883. Abolitionist, women's rights advocate. Sojourner was born a slave in upstate New York under the name Isabella Baumfrey. Under the state's Gradual Emancipation Act, she was due her freedom in 1827. When she realized her slave owner was planning to keep her enslaved, Sojourner ran away with her infant daughter in tow. But this came at a huge cost. She had to leave behind her five-year-old son. The slave owner sold Sojourner's son to a plantation a thousand miles away in Alabama. Meanwhile, Sojourner remained in hiding in New York until her freedom was official. When the coast was clear, Sojourner filed a court case saying her son had been sold illegally. She was one of the first black women to file a court case in America 
and even though it seemed nearly impossible, she won. She got her son back. In 1843, she changed her name to Sojourner, which means traveler, and became a preacher. She traveled the country, sharing her messages for women's rights and the abolition of slavery everywhere. Although Sojourner could neither read nor write, her voice carried far. In December 1851, she gave a speech that she made up on the spot. In it, she advocated on behalf of black women who faced the double discrimination of racism and sexism, and had often been left out of the fight for equality. The speech is known by its most famous refrain, Ain't I a Woman? She went on to encourage African Americans to fight on behalf of the Union in the Civil War, for former slaves to be given places to live, and for desegregation of streetcars. She was an agitator and a...